Daf is Daf Mem Zayin. We're going to begin at the Mishnah at the bottom of Mem Vav Amad Beis. So, this Mishnah is going with the position that uh, any one of the three korbanas can be brought to allow the taglachas. That any one of the korbanas can be brought to do the taglachas means, you, and then uh, once you do the zrika of that one carbon, so uh, the restrictions of, the, of Nazirus would be removed. But what happens over here, what happens if they shechted the animal, they're, doing the, they're getting ready to do the zrika, and something happens that the animal became disqualified. The blood that you're supposed to do the zrika was uh, spilt, or they took the blood out of the azara, which disqualifies it. Now they can't do the zrika. That disqualifies the carbon. But this guy just took his taglachas. But it comes out right now that the taglachas he took was an illegal taglachas. He wasn't allowed to do the taglachas. So what happens here, depending on the different opinions, where the hair has been removed illegally after the malos, after the 30 days, you have to either wait for 7 days of hair to grow, some say you have to wait for 30 days of hair to grow. But it comes out that this person is not able to... Uh, continue on until he has the seven days or 30 days of growth of hair. So let's say subsequently other korbanas were brought. means he thought that everything's going to be fine. So he shechted the first animal, did the taglachas, and they brought animal number two, and they brought animal number three, and then it comes out animal one was disqualified. So it comes out animal one disqualified, your taglachas was an eagle, uh, disqualified taglachas, and it comes out now you brought animal number two and animal number three, for no purpose, because they can only be brought when you're discharging his Naziris. This guy can't discharge his Naziris. He has to go another 7 or 30 days, so he's going to have to do all the korbanas again. When he gets his hair back, they're going to have to go through the whole process again. And any korbanas that were brought are disqualified. They cannot be utilized for discharging his Naziris. That's going to be the din over here. So let's see his inside. Gilach alazevach. Person went and he shaved uh, on one of the korbanas. Venim's apostle. And it comes out the carbon that he shechted, that he that he that he shaved for was disqualified. So taglach psula that disqualifies his taglachas. He's going to have to grow new hair. Uzvachov lo alulo, and any subsequent korbanos that he brought in that state did not were disqualified. They don't count for his nazirus. An example. They want to give an example of it. Let's say gilach alachatas shalolishma. Let's say the first one he chose, some say Lechatchili should start with the Chattas, we had this a couple days ago, some say he should start with the Shlomim, but either way, he took the Chattas, but they shechted the Chattas L'Shem Ola. It's called the Lolishma. They shechted the Chattas having the wrong Korban in mind. So, Shacha Gilach Ala Chattas Shalolishma. And the subsequent korbanas were brought okay. The shlomo was brought with the right intention, and the ola was brought in the right intention. It doesn't help. Why? Since the taglachas was based on the bringing of the korban chatas, and a chatas that is brought shalolishma is disqualified, so it comes out that his taglachas is disqualified taglachas. If his taglachas is disqualified taglachas, then what? Then... Then the Ola and the Shlomim that he brought, he jumped the gun on them because they're not, they're not discharging his curl. He's going to have to wait until a significant amount of hair grows back and then go through the whole process again. So therefore, so the heavy carbonos of lishmat, taglach to psulov, lo, olo, lo. 
and the carbonus that he brought don't help to discharge him. What happens to those carbonus? Because some of you eat like shlamim. We'll see. So, so the chattas has to be destroyed. You can't do anything. A, a, an ola and a shlamim shalolishma don't count for him, but they can the be dove, utilized as an adava. They use as an adava. The ola and the. Yeah, I'm just saying, but you, the, the, in those cases too. So therefore, even Daniel Olishmar would be utilized as a, it can be used as an adava, but it cannot count for him. The second case, the second example here is what if the first animal that he chose was either the Ola and the Shlomim. So Gilach ala Ola ala Shlomim shalolishman. Now we're going to learn Zvachim, the difference between a Chattas. A Chattas lolishma is completely disqualified. An Ola or a Shlomim shalolishma, it just reverts to being a regular and a Dova. It just doesn't discharge your obligation. So in this case, if he did the Ola or the Shlomim shalolishman, Karbonosov, and then he brought the subsequent Karbonis, Lishman, even though they were done with the right intent, Again, taglachta psula, because even if an ola shalo, an ola lalishma and a shlom shalishma are considered kosher to be brought on the mizbeach, but they're not considered to have the effect of discharging his nazirus, so it comes out it doesn't discharge his nazirus, it comes out his taglachas was an illegal taglachas, and then the, then the dominoes fall from there, all the other kobonas <coughs> are disqualified. And therefore, aval, uh, uh, therefore, lo alu, uh, um, uh, 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 where's the place? So therefore, taglachta psula, lo alu loy. Now, Rabbi Shimon disagrees with this last case. We'll see in the Gemara why. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Oso Zevach Lo Alulo. It's true that the Ola Shalolishma and the Sh- or if it was a Shlomim Dan Shalolishma, he's he's going to have to bring another Ola. He's going to have to bring another Shlomim. It doesn't help him in terms of his his, his liability to bring an Ola or his requirement to bring a Shlomim are not discharged by doing a Shalolishma. But it helps for his taglachas, since it does revert to a regular nadara, to a regular nadava, but it's still an ola, it's still a shlomim, so it can still count for his taglachas. He's going to have to bring another an ola and shlomim, because he hasn't been yotze, his chiv carbon ola, or his chiv carbon shlomim. But the fact that he used it, and then he burnt the hair, or whatever, under the shlomim, or whatever he did, to get, it still counts for the taglachas, and therefore, aval shar zvachim olu, the shar the shvarzachim olu, the other korbanos that are subsequent will be valid, and his taglachas will be a valid taglachas. The only thing the rosh says he does owe the beis hamikdash shlamim, yeah. or he does owe them an ola because it didn't fulfill his chiv of bringing it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's get the idea. They did a, a which he did a, let's he say did a shlamim shalolishma, and then he cut and his then hair. he did an ola, and he cut his hair, and then he did an ola, and he did a chatas. But the hair, so, the hair goes on the first. The, the, first the, the, the bottom line is that taglachas is a valid taglachas. We'll see in the Gemara why. But he still owes a shlomim to the base of Megdash because it was done shalolishma. Now, im gilach al shlosh, this everybody agrees to. Let's say he waited to cut his hair after all three korbanas had been processed. He shechted all three of them, did the zrika, all three of them, right? As long as one of them came out kosher, the nimza echad mem kosher, he just has to make up for the other two that are disqualified. Because we learned yesterday is that what the lechatchila one you start with was a machlokis tanoim, either the ashlamim or the chatas. But any one you start with, if you did taglachas on any one of them that are kosher, so if you did all three of them and only one came out of kosher, it's still going to be, uh, what's that? No, Rabbi Lezer. No, Rabbi Lezer, hold you have to have all the process right. correct. That's a very good point. But again, this will be according to the Chachamim, that as long as one of them are done... Well, even, even Rabbi Lezer, if I'm not mistaken, 
uh, does he hold that only the tagla is only restrictions are removed if all three of after all three of them are brought? But does he hold that you can't do the taglachas until after all three of them? He just holds the restrictions are not removed. You can't discharge in his ears until everything's done. That's correct. So it means you still have to bring the other two. You have, but it's not. But since as long as the taglachas is done with one being kosher, you can still supplement the other two. It's true. You're not allowed to start drinking wine until all three of them are done. Correctly, I don't remember. I have to go look and check that out. But it could, but it's it's long as one of them were done, your process has not been forfeited. That's the pro, That's the point that's been made over here. Okay, now the Gemara is focusing on Rab Shimon. Rab Shimon disagreed with the Tanakhama in the following way. Everybody agrees that if you brought a chatas shalolishma, a chatas shalolishma is completely disqualified. You're not allowed to even put the meat on the mizbeach. You have to destroy that meat. You're not allowed to put the meat on his bear. Memela, the taglachas is completely ineffective. The taglachas is ineffective. Any subsequent carbon that you brought is that based on, a, in, on an illegal taglachas and you have to repeat the whole process. Fine. The, what was the machlokas? Let's say the first animal w- or was brought was either a shlomim or an ola dan shalolishma. The Tanakhama said the same thing happens. The fact that an ola and a shlomim dan shalolishma, you're still allowed to bring that meat on the mizbeach, but it doesn't count for you for your obligation. Since it doesn't count for you for your Sorry. obligation, it's still considered to be an illegal taglachas and you've got to start over. Rav Shimon disagreed with that. Now what does Rav Shimon seem to say? Rav Shimon seems to hold is that any type of ola or any type of shlomim, even an, an, an olas nedava, an ola shlomim, can discharge the taglachas. You can have an effective taglachas. You might still have an obligation to bring another ola and another shlomim, but it helps you for your taglachas. So, based on the opinion that we saw in Rav Shimon, must be because Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon must hold that Nazir Shagilach al Shalme Nadova, even if a Nazir had a regular shlomim, he didn't, not, not for his Nazirus, he brought a regular shlomim that he wanted to give as an adava, and he used that to shave his head, right? Yotzo, it's considered to be a valid taglachas. My timer, where does he get that from? Because that's a tremendous chiddush. Where does he get that from? He says because he learned it from the Pasuk. Look at the Pasuk. The Amar this is a Pasuk concerning the Nazir. It says like this. It says, "V'gilach hanazir pesach ol moed es rosh nizro v'lokach esar rosh nizro v'nosan ala eish asher tachas zevach hashlomim." It says he puts his hair under the fire of the zevach hashlomim. Now, why is it right it that way? It should have written in the possessive. V'nosan ala eish tachas zevach shlomov. Under the carbon of his shlomim, the one that he was required to bring. Why doesn't write under his shlomim? Why does it write it just tachas ha shlomim? What does Rav Shimon learn from there? That even a shalmin adova can help him discharge his taglachas. Uh, what's that? And, and he learns as an analogy. He learns any type of adova from there. Ola and shlomim, which are both adovas, chatas yeah. can't be that way. But that's why Rav Shimon disagrees by the ola and the shlomim. As the Rosh says, he still has a chiyuv to bring an ola and a shlomim because that doesn't discharge his chiyuv, but it helps with the taglachas. All right. So it says, Let's see the next Mishnah. So you have a situation over here. Person brought one of the karbonas and they did the zrika saddam. Everything is going well. And he still hasn't brought the other two korbanos yet. And what happens is, v'nitmo. He became Tom. They came into contact with a dead body. All right? 
Rabbi Eliezer Omer Soser Es Hakol. He says, you forfeit everything. Now, we're going to have to understand what that means, because we learned on Tez Zion, Rabbi Lezer holds that if it's after Melos, then you only need to do seven days. So what does he mean over here, Soser Esakol, right? You're right. If you came Tomei before the 30 days, then you have a din of Yom Rishon But if it's after the 30 days, he said it's only Soser. What is he, Soser Esakol? We have to see what that means. Chachamim Omrim, Chachamim say like this, Yovishar Karbonosav V'yitar that he can bring the other carbonates the way the Yerushalmi learns us, once he becomes Tahar. Meaning, the fact that he brought the first carbon and he was Tahar, and he did the Zrikas Adam and the first one he was Tahar. The only thing that's stopping him from bringing carbon 2 and carbon 3 is the fact that he's Tomei, that doesn't affect his Naziris. It's after the 30 days. He already brought one carbon. Everything's been going fine. The only thing is that's a procedural problem here. What's the procedural problem? That while, while he is Tomei, Get up, bring the other two korbanos. So therefore, become tohar, go the seven days with the paraduma, and then bring the other two korbanos. We're going to see that Rebelezer disagrees. Rebelezer holds is that no, if you became Tomei after korban number one, it doesn't help at this point to bring the other two. You're considered still to be, re- your restrictions of your Naziris, this is Rabbi Lezer that you were referring to, are still there until you've taken care of all of the elements. So it's as if you became Tomei midstream, and therefore y- uh, you have to bring all three of those Karbanas are going to have to be brought again. That one that you brought does, is, has been disqualified. That's what Rabbi Lezer is going to hold. Where, where's the haircutting involved yeah. in all this? We know if, he after, if he did Taglachas after one, according to Rabbi that could be right after the first one you can do Taglachas. So he... What if he so didn't have a lachas? Now what happens? Start over again with the hair, with the growing the hair. No, not a, not according to according to who? No, according to Rabbi Yazer. Yes, according yeah. to Rabbi you'd have to go so again. But again, he holds another seven days or another thirty yeah. days, and so that's the shail over there. But that, but but Lamaisa, it. But the first carbon is no good either. All right, Amrulai. So they want to bring a proof to their position from a Maisa Shahaya. Maisa be Miriam Hatarmudis. There was this lady called Miriam Hatarmudis. She had she was an Azira. She was discharging an Azira's thirty days were up. They had shechted and they did Zrika Saddam for one of the korbanos already. And they told her, "Come quickly, your daughter is deathly ill." And she got there, and by the time she walked into the room, they found that she was, the daughter was dead. So now that's our case. That's Mamash, the case that we had. Is that she can bring the other korbanas, again, once she becomes tahar. That's what it means. Not while she's tahar, but she brings it once. But the one that she brought already is considered to be valid. Now, the Mora here asks the question, the one assumes right now Sosakol means there's a complete forfeiture, it's referring to the days, that you have to count another 30 days. We learned on Tazayan, Rabbi Lezer says that if you become Tomei after 30 days, you only have to count seven more days. You don't have to count on all 30 days. So the Chayrat's contrary, we're contradicting what it's saying over here. So I'm a Rav. Rav says, no, we're not under- you're not understanding correctly. When it says over here, Sosir Akol, it's a complete forfeiture. He's talking about the Karbonis. Mm-hmm. He's not referring to the amount of days. So so, the days, the, 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 there's a separate Machlokas over there in terms of Taglachas. If you had the Taglachas already, how much hair do you need to have grow back? 
but ain't a chanami. But the shaila over here is legabe. If you hold seven days, they're both hold seven days over here because that's what it takes to become tahor. So Amarav my soser nami the Amarav Lezer soser karbanosov. And the Gemara brings a rai. I'll prove to you that that's all he was referring to because you see when there's an argument, there's a dissenting opinion. From what the dissenting opinion is saying, you understand what the first person was saying. What do the Chachamim argue? They don't seem to argue. They don't mention anything about days. What are they arguing about specifically? The Karbonis. Because it says, It's Yavi, the curse of the Mishnah is, Yavi Shar Karbonosav V'yitar. So Shmamino, so you see clearly, the only thing they're arguing about is, he seems to say you can't, and none of the Karbon is so good. What they're arguing is, no, the first one that you brought is good, because that already discharged the responsibilities. And also the, bri- the, the, the story the Chachamim bring. You always bring a story to support your opinion. Clearly the story is focusing specifically on the Karbonus, not on the days. What does the story say? It says, that one of the Zrikas uh, Adam was done for one of the animals. They came and told their daughter's deathly ill. And she went and found the daughter died already. She became that they only have to bring the rest of the Karbonus, the one that she brought already does not have to be. So Shmami, no, you see the only thing the Mishnah is focusing on is that first carbon, is it valid or not? How many days you have to keep? There is no machlokas on that particular point. Now the next Mishnah deals with a fascinating scenario. Let's say you have a situation where a Kohen and a uh, a Kohen and a, 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 a Kohen Godel and a Nazir who have very similar halachas when it comes to laws of Tumah. A regular Kohen is allowed to matama to the Zion Krovim. Kohen Godel is not allowed to matama to the Zion Krovim. A, a Nazir is not allowed to become to the Zion. So you have a Nazir and a Kohen Godel on a walk and they come across a mace mitzvah. Now, assuming you don't need both of them to bury it, who should become Tomei, the Kohen Gadol or the Nazir? That's the question. Who is it, who do we look at and say, okay, it's a less of a violation if this guy does it, then if he should do it as opposed to the other one. So Kohen Gadol and Nazir, and Metam and Lekrevein, they both are equal that they cannot become Tomei even to relatives. Avo Metam and Lemais Mitzvah, but they are allowed to become Tomei to Mais Mitzvahs, we'll learn in the Gemara. Hayu Mahalchem Aderech are taken a walk. Umotsu meis mitzvah, and they came across a meis mitzvah. Rebbe Leizer Oimer Yitame Kohen Gadol Al Yitame Nazir. He says the one who should step up to the plate is the Kohen Gadol, and don't let the Nazir become Tommy. Chachamim Oimrim. They say Yitame Nazir that we hold that the Nazir should become Tommy. Vayitame Kohen. Even if it wasn't a Kohen Gadol, even if it was a regular Kohen, the Nazir still should step up and become Tommy, even over Kalachomer if it's a Kohen Gadol that the Nazir should do it. But even for a regular Kohen, the Nazir should do it. Why? For Ayatama, even a Kohen had yod. So, Amalahem Rebeleza. So, let's see the arguments here. Rebeleza says, Yatamek Kohen, I hold that it's clear from the Torah who's considered to be a worse violation. Why? She'ena mevi karben al Because since the Torah, when the Kohen, a regular Kohen or a Kohen God will become Tomei, they don't have to bring a carbon. They have to wait seven days and then they tore. There's no carbon needed. A Nazir that becomes Tomei, 
he has to bring a carbon as well. The fact that he has to come to bring a carbon, that shows it's a greater violation when another does it. So therefore, if you have a choice, I'd rather let the Kohen or the Kohen Hedia do it and not a Nazir. For all your Tamei Nazir, don't let the Nazir become Tamei. Shahu may be carbon to Mosul. He has to bring a carbon to Mosul. So Amruloi, the Chachamim said back to Rulezer, Ah, we disagree that we hold, you can't bring a riot from the carbon. We have, there's a different riot to see what is considered to be a more intense Kedusha. Whatever is considered to be a more intense Kedusha, that's a greater violation. Nazir, by definition, is a temporary Kedusha. 30 days. You can make it 100 days, but it could be a 30-day Kedusha. Kohen is a Kedusha forever. You're born a Kohen. The Kedusha's Kohen, and if you made a Kohen Godel, you're also a Kedusha's Kohen Godel that remains forever. So, Bemela, since it's a much more intense Kedusha, because it's not a temporary thing, it's a permanent thing, that's clearly a greater violation of Kedusha. Therefore, the Nazir should be the one doing it, and not, what's that? Has no remedy if he becomes tummy. I mean, he, 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 he can be. He, 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 is that I don't know why you're saying that? A coin goes to mikvah. No, you're saying the kedusha is not something. The kedusha itself, the kedusha is a permanent kedusha. So something that's a permanent kedusha is considered to be a greater violation. That's important. Even though it doesn't require a carbon. You don't even look at it as a kedusha. Kadosh Yeh, God El Pera, and the Pazik said, calls him Kadosh. All right. So why is it like this? So Amrulo, Yitman Nazir. We hold the Nazir should become Tommy, not the Kohen or Kohen Godel. Shank Dushosu Kadushas Oilem. Because he, by definition, it's only a temporary state of Kadusha. Va'al Yitma Kohen, Yo'al Yitma Kohen, and don't make the Kohen Tommy. Shakadushosu Kadushas Oilem. Because his Kadusha is a. Kedusha that is forever. Then your Shalmi actually asked the Kasha, what about if it's a Nazar Shimshon? Right, so Nazar Olam is also, I hold not such a Kasha, because it's still, he doesn't, he's not born a Nazar. Right. And, and a Kohen is born a Kohen. But a Nazar Shimshon, the father's Kedusha is Merechem. The fa- it's, it's, it's on, so I think that your Shalmi deals with that. All right, gets into a very fascinating. Only one one. What's that? It was only one. No, that was a machlokus right, tanoim. Right, right. But there, but there is a there, there is a interesting uh, hold. The Prima Garden discusses it. That are there differences in the severity of different derises? If something is befeirish and something is only halacha moshe mesina, if something is only learned from Yad Gimel Midos, because Nazar Shimshon is not a befeirish in the Torah that applies. It's only learned through halacha moshe mesina. But the the, the kedushas kohen. That's fair. That's what he talks about. That gets into it. Okay, let's see the Gemara. Bishloma. Now the words the, Nazir. Again, I told you the wording of of, the, of of Nazir is different than any other Masechta. Bishloma usually in other places in Shas sets you up for a Kasha. Bishloma. I understand it. What are this? Yeah, Bishloma is like a Pshita. I mean, it's Pashid, Bishlom, it's Pashid, Kohen Godel Nazir. So we have there, it's straight up what each one holds. One holds a high sovereign Kohen Godel Adiv, that the Kohen Godel's Adiv, because he's Kedusha, the Olam. High sovereign Nazir Adiv, because he has to bring Korbanos. What about other cases? What if you have Meshuach B'Shem and Amishcha, what have you faced with two types of Kohen Godel? Now, we know that from Moshe Rabbeinu until the, right before the destruction of the first Beis HaMikdash, until the Melech Yosh, Yoshio, they used to uh, show, uh, and, and, and not only, they used to, they used to consecrate, uh, invest the Kohen Godel with his Kedusha, with the Shemana Mishcha, right? Forty years before the first Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, they, 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 they uh, hid it away. Because they're afraid that if they're going to go into Golos and the Goyim are going to get their hands on the Shemana Mishka, so they wanted to hide it away. So from that point on, the consecration of the Kohen Godel only came through the fact that he is putting on the eight Begodim. 
is Maruba begodim, as opposed to a regular coin only weighs four, he wore eight. So what if you have two coin godels? We'll see in a moment how you can have that. But you have two coin godels. Once Kedusha is done, before they hit away the Shemana Mishka, so he still was Kadosh, is called Meshuach. The other one was appointed after it was Nignaz, after it was put into Geniza, and therefore he's only Kadosh because the Meruba begodim. And now the question is, who should deal with the Mace Mitzvah? Okay? It's more like this. So therefore, now asks the Rosh, how do you have that situation simultaneously? So he says like this, the Rosh says, the case could be, is that if, if a Kohen Godel, he says, if a Kohen Godel gets sick, or temporarily, on a short-term basis, so they bring in a pinch hitter, when he gets better, then they that pinch hitter now can no longer function as Kohen Godel, he's put aside, yeah, and the original one, the original one comes back. The original guy comes back. But the original one comes back. But if it was a long time that you had, the guy was sick for a very long time, even when the other one gets better, we don't just say, okay, now you can no longer function as a... She says, that could be the case. Yes, you have the original Kamashiach now is better. The Kamarubah Begodim would have been there a long time. We're not just going to eject him. So they both are functional Kohen Godels. Now they walk in the street. One of them, in the way, they come across... Which one do you, becomes defiled? So Gemara says like this. Um... The Meshuch B'Shem and Amishcha is Odif, means he takes preference, he's going, and, and, and therefore, what? The one who should defile himself is the Merubah Godim. Why? Because there is a, there is a carbon that's called the uh, uh, Parabal Kola Mitzvah. A regular Yisrael that does a, a, a sin that involves a Chiyuv Kores, he does a Beshogeg, he has to bring either a female lamb or a female uh, goat, a uh, Kisva or a, a Seira, and he has to bring that as his korban chatas. If a kohen gadol paskin for himself a halacha, thinking that that's the right thing to do, and ended up being that he violated a chi of kores because of the b'shogeg, so he brings a par. He doesn't bring a seer. It's called a parabal kolamitzvus. That's the par, it's the name that what it's brought. But there is a drasha there. It's only for meshuach, b'shem and amishka, not for the merub begodim. So that shows. That in terms of of of, of importance, that the meshuach uh, melchama is more important than meruba begodim. I'm not meshuach melchama. Meshuach v'shem and amishcha is more important than the meruba begodim. And therefore, if you're faced with which one Good. becomes defiled, let it be the meruba begodim. Deilu meshuach v'shem and amishcha maybe para bal kol He's able to bring that special bull. That's done for violating one of the chivei chatas. Okay, next scenario. Whatever you have over here, a meshuach she'avar. It was meshuach she'avar, meaning like this. The way the rush sets up the case is very interesting. He says you had an original coin godel. They got sick temporarily, and they they brought in a a pinch hitter who was also anointed. Right, the original guy died. Now they had to make a decision. It's only been a short period of time. Is the temp who we want to go with permanently, or do we want to have someone else? They decided there was somebody better. The only thing is, the person who they decided is better is at this point could only be a Meruba Begodim because they already had been. So you have a, a Meshuach Sha'avar. They um, removed the Meshuach Sha'avar. So he's not really a functional coin Godel anymore. And they brought a Meruba Begodim that is functional. But on the other hand, the other guy had been a Meshuach B'Shem and Amishcha, and this guy was not. 
So now, so you have Meshuk Sha'av Meruba Godim. Meruba Begodim Adif. In this case, the one who is, takes preference is the Meruba Godim, and therefore the Meshuk Sha'avar, he's the one that should defile himself with the mitzvah of Nes Mitzvah. The Meruba Begodim Avid Avoda, because the Maisa, the one who's functional now to do the Avoda, is the Meruba Godim. Ve'ilu Meshuk Sha'avar, Lav Bar Avoda He. He is not functional right now to do the Avoda, and therefore, even though he is considered to be on a higher level because he was but it does not allow him to take preference or precedence in terms of uh, abstaining from this mitzvah, mes mitzvah. Even, uh, uh, even though he had the mashur, mashur, even though he, he right, love Allah Now, avar machmas kiryov. What happens if you have a coin godel that became a bal keri? Bal keri is a temporary setback. He has to wait twenty four hours until he becomes uh, tahar. So basically, he now is in limbo, because he can't do the Avodah right now, because he is, uh, he, he, he became Tomei. But Avar Machmas Mumo, you have another fellow, it's because they were having a, 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 back, a stream of back, uh, bad luck. They also had, uh, they replaced him, and they put someone else, became a Baal Mum. The guy had a finger chopped off. So now, these two guys are right now, they are uh, not functional as Kohen Godel. One is because he's a Baal Keri, the other one because he's a Baal Mum. So who, uh, uh, so who is considered, pref, uh, takes precedence that he could say, you have to do the, uh, the mace mitzvah. So Avar Machmas Kiryav Adif, Pashat, the one who only was a temporary setback, who was a Machmas Kiry, he is the one that is, takes precedence, the Elo Haichaz Avoda Lamachar, because tomorrow he can still do the Avoda. The guy's not growing his finger back. The one who had the Mum is Avar Machmas Mumo, Lo Avoda. He will never be able to do the Avoda. Iboilahu. Now, the Bnei Yeshiva had the following Shiloh. There is a certain level of Kohen, it's higher level than a regular Kohen. He's called the Kohen Meshuch Melchama. He was anointed for a specific task. When the Jews would go out, when Israel would go out to do to war, he would there be exhorting them. He would give them Musr and tell them, you know, they, they have to uh, focus on, on, on their trust in Hashem and they shouldn't be afraid. He was known as, he was like the, he was like the cheerleader. He was called the Kohen, it was the Meshuch Melchama. Now, this Kohen is Meshuch, has got a specific task. You always had it? What's that? You they always had it. So it's in Pazpsukim in the Torah. So now, this Kohen, who is the Meshuch Melchama, what happens if he's walking together with the Zgan Kohen Godel? Now, who's the Zgan Kohen Godel? The Zgan Godel is the understudy. Meaning that he's a point like the Vice Kohen Godel. If anything were to happen to the Kohen Godel, he has to fill in. The question is, you have the Kohen Meshuch Melchama, and you got the Zgan Kohen Godel, and they're both walking, comes a Mace Mitzvah, which one should be metapal with the mace mitzvah. Now, now, this is not a time when the Kohen Meshuach is actually at war, where he's in No, his... no, no. Say, boy, lehu. Meshuach melchama v'zgan. If you have the Meshuach melchama, and you have the zgan, that's the uh, the vice, Kohen Godel, hi, minaya adiv, who takes precedence? Meshuach melchama adiv, the chazi melchama. On the one hand, the Meshuach melchama, he's right now fit for war. I mean, it's his job is ready now. He's ready to do his job, and his job services many, many people. It's a, it's a whole clock. You still need him. Odil Mazgan Adiv. Maybe the Zgan is Adiv. He's fit. The Chazila Avod. It's true that he's not doing the Avod right now, but he is fit for doing as the understudy. He is fit for doing the Avod. So which position right now are we dealing with as, or are we going to be more of a setback to make them Tomek? 
So Tashma, come and listen. The Sanya, we learned in the Braisa, Ein bein Meshuv Mechamel is gone. That there's no difference between the Meshuach Mechamel and Zgan. Means we deal with them equally. Ella, Shimayu Mahalchin. The only difference is if they're both walking and Baderech, Umotsu Meis Mitzvah, and they came across a dead body. All right. Yitma Meshuv Mechamel, Va'ah Yitma Zgan. So that the one that should become Toma is the Meshuach Mechamel and not the Zgan. That's what we're saying. So it seems to say it's better for us that the Meshuach Lachama has the temporary setback of being Tomei for seven days, and we don't want this gun to be uh, to become Tomei. Frek the Gemara Vatanya Meshuach Lachama Kaidem Lizgan. I we have a Tesefta that seems to say that the Meshuach Lachama is preferable to these gun, exactly the opposite. That and if the Meshuach Lachama is preferable, Lachera should mean the, that this gun should be the one that becomes Tomei. So Amar Marzutra, that rice is talking about a different scenario. Let's say you get a Hatzalah call. There's a building collapsed, and you only have enough resources to pull one guy out. One guy happens to be the Zgan, one guy happens to be the Meshuch Mulchama. Who do you pull out? That's what it's referring to. Or you have enough food to sustain one of them. Who gets sustained? One life, so a, one life jacket. So Amar Marzutra. Le'inyan hachayoso concerning the sustaining of life, the Meshuch Melchama Adif, you have to give it to the Meshuch Melchama. My time, what's the reason? The Talubei Rabin, because he is dependent, the, the, the majority, the Klal Yisrael are dependent on him to do his job of leading them to war. But Le'inyan Tumah, the Shaila is that if you become Tomei, and now you're going to be temporarily, you're going to become Tomei, and how's, you know, who's going to get most, who, who, uh, who does it most affect in terms of Klal Yisrael? Zgan Adif, there the Zgan takes precedence. Let the Zgan stay Tahar and not the Meshuch Melchama. Why? The Sanya, because we learned in a Bryser, Rabbi Hananya ben Antignus Omer, Lama Tignus Zgan Lekoen Godel. Why does the Koen Godel need an understudy? Shim ira by psul, because if anything happens that disqualifies the kohen gadol, harei nichnas u'meshamish tachtav, you need to have this gun take the position of the kohen gadol. So therefore, the bottom line is so legabe tumetahara, since he needs to be there to replace the kohen gadol, so legabe tumetahara, he's considered preferable in terms of the larger picture, who stays alive or who does not stay alive, then you have to look at in terms of the, the effects on the, the greater cloud, the greater cloud, we need somebody that can take us out to war, so they would rather we sustain the Meshuch Melchama over the, this gun. Now, says the more like this, this whole Mishnah, we had a Machlokas by the Kohen Gadol and the Nazir, who gets to become Tomei, right? You're taking it as a Dover Pashit, that even though both of them are also to become Tomei to dead bodies, when it comes to Meis Mitzvah, it's okay. Where do you know that it's okay? Where do we see that the Mitzvah of Meis Mitzvah supersedes the Mitzvah of either Nazar or Kohen Godel? That's what we want to know. So, the only argument is only the Kohen Godel of the Nazir. Kiyaz the Ba'adari, when they're both working, walking together. Abal Chad Chad but if they were walking on their own, Bar Itmuya Inun, then for sure they should become Tomei. On their own, each one has a right to become Tomei. There's an obligation to become Tomei. So, Minan Emilia, how do we know this? So, says the more like this, the Tanra Bonan. Now, this is going to be a long Bryce, so we're going to just start the Bryce until the bottom of the Omer today. We're not going to continue, we'll continue with it tomorrow. But this Bryce is based on a Posse by Kohen Godel. The Kohen Godel, the Posse says, I'll call Nafshes Meis Lo Yavo. 
that he's not allowed to come into contact with any dead body. Now let's analyze this for a minute. It says, I'll call Nafshah's mace lo yavo. Who, who is that referring to? Is that referring to Dafka, not non-relatives? Or is that even referring to relatives? So says, well, it cannot be referring to just non-relatives. Because a regular Kohen, there's a Kohen Godel, a regular Kohen is not allowed to become Tamei to non-relatives. So it goes without saying that if a regular coin is not allowed to be matama to non-relatives, so then what? For sure. So that Pasuk must be saying when it says that he cannot be matama to any dead to any dead bodies, it must be including in it not only non-relatives, it must be including in it all relatives as well. That's that, that would be saying something that is, is needed. Well, if so, then why do we need the Pazak to continue saying La'aviv, La'imo, La'achoso? Why do we need to have all the other things? If included in the statement of Kol Nafshas Meis means even relatives, then there must be a drosha for each one of those. And this Bryce deals with what he's learned out by Kohen Godel by spe- specifying each one of those relatives that he's also not allowed to come to before. That's the limud here. So Moses says like this. Not actually, but it's, 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 uh, we'll see. Moses says like this. If it's non-relatives, that should be a kalvachomer from a regular Kohen. The regular Kohen, you're lenient by him. You let him be matamalakrovim. And he's not allowed to matama to non-relatives. So Kohen Gadol she'en matama lekrovim. Kohen Gadol who is not allowed to eat matama lekrovim. So ain't a din she'en matama lekrovim. So for sure is not allowed to be matama lerechokim. So therefore, so to non-relatives, you can't be matama to relatives. So Ella bekrovim because matama. So obviously that statement is an inclusionary statement. It means all people cannot be matama even if they are relatives. So therefore ula aviv. So therefore they might have to say la aviv. So you learn out from La'aviv, he teaches you, La'aviv hu de'en that to his father's not a metame. it's not there, you don't need it for the father, that's included in the Lashon of, of Kol Nav, just makes Lashon So La'aviv hu de'en metame, but metame hu le'meis mitzvah. But he is allowed to be metame of mitzvah. So that's what we learn from there. Okay, we'll continue with this b'risa tomorrow. Gentlemen, have a good day. A little, a little twist. There's a gemara. We, we kind of,